When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Freddie, also known as Diamond Knight. And today we have a very special guest, something that has been in the works for a while, still in the works. And I'm getting really excited to introduce this individual, and he's going to talk a little bit about himself and what he's been working on. But go ahead, go ahead, take the stage. What's up, everyone? My name is Keelan Gant. I am the creator of Night. Uh, I've been working on this project for a while. Um, a little bit about Night. Night is a psychological thriller slasher horror movie about a young boy that is being psychologically tormented after witnessing a horrible murder in the woods. I love it, man. Obviously, me and Prince on the show, we always talk about how much we love movies and we love horror and we love scary movies. And it's one of the best genres out there. And I have to agree on that is scary movies are great. Horror is great. So my question that we like to ask every single guest, what got you into horror? Is there something you grew up with or something that you like just found out later on? But yeah, why horror? Uh, I liked horror for a very long time. Um, I don't think, I, I think I just liked it ever since. Uh, I think the first, I can't remember the first horror movie I watched, but uh, I just... I like I like the entertainment. I like the rush. I like when the characters make stupid decisions, <laughs> things like that. I mean, it's starting to get a little bit old. You know, the cliche is kind of uh, stacking up more, more and more with new horror movies coming up. But uh, I'm just a big fan, and I wanted to try it out myself, see how it was. So yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> No, I love that. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a great thing to point out too. There's a lot of cool, like you know, tropes and stuff like that, and there's a lot of stuff that we've seen before. But the nice thing about horror, there's always a great sense of creativity to it. Uh, there's a lot of subgenres, a lot of stuff like that. And then speaking about your movie with Night, uh, we were also talking about psychological horrors. That's one of my favorite horror type of like subgenre is psychological yeah. stuff that kind of stays with you, stays in your mind. It has um, a lot of substance. You know, it's not just oh, yeah. like somebody, like a whole bunch of people getting killed. Like it has complexity. Exactly. And then it, with psychological horror too, um, everyone's mind somewhat works the same too. So a lot of people can also start relating to stuff like this. If someone has gone through something traumatic or seen something in the psychological effects to it, and you know, like I'm a big advocate for like mental health and how, that's something that's very important and kind of speaking about what you were talking about, like in this conversation about tropes and stuff like that, was there like 
a scene or two that you had to add into this movie. It's like, oh, you know, this is iconic. This is going to be an homage to some of those tropes or maybe references or inspiration from past movies. Um, I'm going to be honest. There's not a lot of uh, general horror cliches or tropes only because I wanted the characters to be smart. I want the movie to be different than other movies. I, d- I didn't just want to make any other movie, uh, any other horror movie. So uh, the characters, I say you actually care about the characters. They make smart decisions and everything that happens to them are pretty much out, out of their control. So it's not like, well, you could have did this or you could have done that, but you was being dumb. Like it's more like they had no choice. So everything that happens happens because i mean that was the last resort like there was no other choice i actually really like that that's really cool um i think even for me when we're talking about stuff like that with smart characters uh i'm the one that usually screams at the screen when characters are doing something dumb it's like why would you do that are you screaming Um, at the tv like what are you doing it's like what are you it's like (laughs) this is why i hate you you deserve to die you go in there yeah you go do that um, and it was funny, I was listening to a different uh, podcast and it's part of our sister network and they were talking about like the whole cliche of, oh, why do people say hello in the dark hallways? Like, is the murderer going to say hello back? And I, yeah. <laughs> I kind of laughed at that. I was like, yeah, makes sense. But it's cool to see that you are going with smart characters. I really appreciate stuff like that because then it's just like, ah, oh, man, you're just, just getting shitty luck rather than you're making the bad situations happen by doing the actions that you're doing. Uh, it helps us relate more to those characters and be like, you know, I want you to survive because you're doing everything right. It's just you're put in these situations. And and um, something I was going to add. Do you want you can go ahead? No, no, no. Continue, please. OK. One thing I was going to add is uh, I feel like people ask the question, like, uh, if the characters are smart, the movie would be over like really quick. But. The way I written the plot and the screenplay, I didn't fully create the script because we're mostly improvising since we're not, uh, you know, like actors, actors. So uh, I decided to just go with the with uh, just improvising to make it more natural and fluid. And uh, the way of writing the screenplay was really difficult to make it make sense because if they were to make the smart decision, then there's no more movie left. It's like a short film, but uh, the way I made it, I I made it really complex in a way to where they can make smart decisions and it'd still be like an everlasting experience because so many things are going on. So that's why I really think it's, it's different about night. And um, yeah, so there's not a lot of, Horror tropes. There are some, but I was just aiming for uh, uniqueness. That's awesome. No, that's really cool. That's a and that's kind of like what um, the next segue to like my next question is talking about your creative process. So you're talking about a lot of improvisation and stuff like that too, um, which is really cool because that is something that makes it very gritty, grounded, and honest, and feels a little bit more realistic because. Um, you can tell when actors act rather than be into a whole different role and take it as their own. Um, and I guess that's going to be like my next question is like, how was the creative process at the very beginning? How did this start? Um, 
Was it something just out of the whim or just something in the works for a very long time in your head and it just came to uh, fruition now? Or yeah, let me know what the, how'd you start this? Okay. So I used to make little funny videos on a YouTube channel and um, just goofy videos to laugh at, I guess. And I was becoming a fan of horror. I've been editing for a while. So uh, I decided to make like this fake horror movie trailer. And um, I just took my phone. It was, I think it was an iPhone SE, like this small phone, like a really small phone. Just uh, recorded myself, took stock footage, did voiceovers. It's really bad. It's incredibly bad. But uh, yeah, it was just a fake horror movie trailer and it was originally titled the night and uh it had a entirely different cast except for me and um yeah it, it was at the time i thought i could just record with anything and it'll look good but then i had to realize that i had to find out how to be a filmmaker so I did that. I looked up all the tutorials on YouTube for composition, sound design, editing, color grading, uh, everything you could really think of, color profiles, um, a whole bunch of things that I could do on my own, on my phone. I found out that you could film on the phone. I didn't really have any crazy equipment. Uh, I did get a lot of accessories for a phone and stuff like that. But um, yeah, now the film looks great in my opinion. Um, before it looked, it looked horrible. I just had a phone waving it around. Um, but it originated as a fake movie trailer. It was never planned to come out. It was supposed to never come out. It was just like a fake trailer. And, um, I decided to make it reality and, you know, a year and a half, almost two years later, we're here now. So, yeah, I've been making a lot of progress, have a lot of props, a lot of things going on. So um, I think I made a lot of progress, but that's how it originally started. Just fake. Picture. That's really awesome, dude. Uh, I think one of the hardest things to do, and especially when you're trying to do stuff in the film industry, is starting. And you did. You You were playing around with stuff. You were editing. You were doing voiceovers. You were doing your own thing. And it created you, and I have to shout you out. You inspired yourself to do this in a way, hearing how you're like describing it, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like you're pretty self-taught too, which is fucking incredible as well. So that's kudos yeah. to you, man. Well, I am in a, a audio and visual class right now, so I am still nice. Writing. But uh, like the beginning stages, yeah, pretty self-taught. Right, it's a lot of like probably trial and error and stuff like that. Um, a lot of the listeners don't know too. I just uh, produced my first short film, and that's still in post production. And all the stuff you're talking about, just like for me, I started getting like oh, mentally exhausted hearing about. I was like, oh yeah, it's like there's so much that goes into filmmaking, right? Uh, the color grading, the editing, the style, the costume design, set design, like, set um, location. Yeah, yeah, and I I still go to school, so everybody yeah. asks me like, when the movie's coming out. And things like, like when that. When it's ready, <laughs> like, it takes a lot of time. It, ta- it takes a lot yeah, of time, yeah. especially when you're doing it with zero to no budget. You're doing it with just a group of friends and some props that you made. 
and it's, it's difficult. Uh, it is. Yeah, but we're, we're pulling through. We're almost 50% done, so we are pulling through with it. And mad props to you. And I think that's the thing that a lot of listeners need to uh, hear this out is just there's such a long process to it, and especially when you're doing things on your own. Uh, the thing that I love, what you just said too, is that you're just doing this with a bunch of friends, and that's the, the magical part, right? You're doing it with the people you care about, the people you love, the people you have bonds with. Uh, you're all doing what you love, and you're doing it a lot, and you're putting the hard work into it, and also being a student and doing your thing and living your life and being with your family and having your own free time. It is a process. And being that far in, because this is a full-on length feature, right? This is not a short film. You're going full yeah, bar. The, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it, like, just to put it in perspective, uh, it took us a year and a half to shoot a short film for me. So I was like, no, you're, you're killing it, man. Congratulations on that. Um, how has been the shooting process been? Has it been like locations around you? Has it been places that you wanted to scout out? Um, and I guess, yeah. How do you start the filming process once the idea is done? Well, um, planning for it wasn't too difficult. Um, I just looked at woods near me because, you know, like most of the movie take place during like a, a woody area with tall trees and stuff. So I just looked up like a place like that near me and it was kind of far, but we pulled through, we jammed like seven people in one car, like literally overflowing the car, whole bunch of equipment in the trunk. We're just driving off trying to make this film. Um, the biggest difficulty I will say was, uh, scheduling. A lot of people had to do stuff. A lot of people have jobs and things they had to take care of. And another thing is, uh, I'll say just like our coworkers in a, in a way, um, no one wanted to get killed off. No one really, <laughs> you know, uh, everybody had their piece. Everybody wanted to say how they felt the film should go. And I never wanted to be a mean person about it. I said, okay, I, I get what you're saying. But at the end of the day, you know, there's a screen, there's a screenplay for a reason. Like everything I've written and put into it is for a reason uh, I'm not a full expert. I'm not an expert any means, but I feel like I, I knew where I wanted my film to go. Some suggestions did help me kind of uh, add on to what I had in mind. So uh, some of the suggestions ended up being pretty good ideas, but just the people that was trying to take over and stuff, I wasn't really a big fan. But I was still trying to pull through. I was I was being, I guess, too nice. I wanted to be, you know, a good director and stuff. Like this is my direct my directorial debut. So <laughs> so I'm really trying to uh you know be the best I can be. Um things didn't work out fully. Some people couldn't film, some people moved away and things like that. So now we have a whole different cast and that's what we've been filming with. So far, so everything is going good now. I was just telling you, like, you know, the little roll bumps and stuff. Oh, yeah. There, in life, there's just random moments, and you just have to work yourself around. Same thing on the film side. Uh, I love yeah. hearing that kind of stuff, too, because um, a lot of great directors kind of do the same thing that you do, is that 
you have your vision, you have your story that has to play out like point to point, but also leave it for room to listen to your actors and seeing their perspective and how yeah. they build their own character and how they put that on the screen. So, yeah, that's really awesome. Um, has there been any like, and of course we're gonna we're gonna try to stay away from any spoilers and moments in the movie itself because when this comes out, everyone needs to go check this out. Um, is there any moments behind the Thank scenes you. which is like you know memorable? It's like oh, that was a fun moment. That was a cool shot, or um, you had like that one take was just like pure ecstasy. Is like that great moment on set. Um, I do have a a shot that I shot by myself because it's like a part in the film where no one else was really needed. It's just I I could set it up myself, and um, I think with the editing I put in and things like that, it came out great. Uh, I say the BTS was uh the behind the scenes was really good because um. Literally, okay, let me tell you a little secret. <laughs> but I put, I didn't have any, like, backdrop or any black wall or anything like that. So I just took an old cover that was black, and I taped it to the wall. And I just put a subject behind it. And I had a light coming down. I put a light. It took a while, but I stuck this light to my ceiling. Um, I can touch the ceiling just barely, but it was a hassle, like, getting it up there. Um, but, yeah, it, it was a lot of work to try to make this miniature set. And it paid off because when you see the actual shot, I just edited the black all around it. That way you can't even tell. It just looked like this person is surrounded by darkness. Mm. Like, you couldn't even tell if I didn't tell you. So, <laughs> I think that was pretty cool. We also have another behind the scenes that's not actually in the film. It was more of a, a practice test shot. And um, it's where, you know, we push someone off. And, and it won't be in the film, so it's not a spoiler. But we put someone off of a, a balcony and it actually looked like they fell off a balcony, but it was like a small hill right underneath. So nothing, there was no harm done, but um, yeah, See, things I like love, that. Love that kind of stuff and hearing about it because it's like, you see a shot in the movie, but you don't really know how it was made and how it was like created. Like there's a lot of um, ingenuity of building the set, getting things right. And just like that, the room that you, uh, the shot that you did in your room, no one's gonna even realize that you did that in your room because it's like, yeah, <laughs> right. it's just the character surrounded by like darkness, and that's really cool. It's like, yeah, that was shot in my bedroom. That's and people are gonna be like, what the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I uh, sleep those, there. Yeah, and that's like the moments, especially working with um, little to no budget. It's like you have to get creative in these ways and how to create these environments and how to make make it work just making it work and finding the right props and using that so no that's really cool um thanks i appreciate it yeah do you know and then we're going to talk a little bit more about themes if there's one theme you want the audience to walk away from watching this movie what would it be or a message or anything that you like that's what i was going for that's what i want you to walk away with honestly I'm going to tell you like this. This film is extremely gore heavy. I want people to be grossed out. 
However, I didn't want it to be some storyless, gore-fest type of a movie, but it will excel when it comes to practical effects and blood and sound design and things like that. So mostly I would say I want people to be grossed out. I want people to be entertained and slightly scared. Like, I don't want people to have nightmares, but I want people to be like, that was a good film. That was great. It was unique. It was something fresh. Um, probably not the the perfect horror film, but it's my first future film. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to learn from my mistakes. So, uh, and we're, we are planning a sequel. So uh, hopefully the second film is 10 times better, 20 times better, however, <laughs> many times better. But yeah. Yeah, I love hearing about that. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, Gores are awesome, and I love that you said practical effects because practical effects holds up no matter what. That's the yes. thing that stands the test of time. Um, yeah, I was just watching another movie yesterday, which I won't spoil because that's gonna be the next episode of for Nightlight. But I was just like, ah, they use too much CGI, and it does not age well. But practical effects, man, that's something I always love seeing because it just works. Um, and of course, like, yeah, people who want all of the gore, but also get a good story, you're going to deliver on that too. And don't worry that this is your first film, man, this is a big achievement. So like, congrats on that. And being able to do this is hard work to say. The yeah, least. it is. Especially yeah. with a lot of other things going on. Like I said, I still have school and things like that. So yeah, life and I'm editing still. videos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm editing videos for our horror movie account like uploading content on their stuff yeah. been doing many podcasts like this so uh, been trying to grind on the content things like that good and we appreciate the content that's another thing uh, the one thing i do love about horror in general is honestly is the community the community is fucking amazing i don't think there's a better they're like, really supportive genre fan. absolutely and so accepting and kind and, and it's funny because um I just grew up watching film first, and then I fell into loving horror later on. Um, I would say even past like 2010. Um, but then I just realized, oh, I just assumed everyone would be like mean or rough or like angry. Like, oh, yeah, horror, killers, blood, love it. And they're like <laughs> the nicest and sweetest people I've ever met. <laughs> and I'm just like, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And even me. the people that play the killers in, in horror oh, movies absolutely they're, really nice. they're like the kindest people yeah. like once they switch off they switch off very well yeah um and then like during set like uh i kind of experienced this too um during set like you're killing this person and then i yell cut and it's like are you okay everything's fine and it's just it's nice to be able to switch that off times and um i'm also i, I play the main character and um I'm going through like this deep depression in the film and uh, kind of creating this character that you can relate to. Um, this character is almost nothing like me, almost. Uh, I did throw some essence of me in there just to, uh, just so it could be easier to act, but I have been mm -hmm. practicing like acting and things like that. So being uh, able to switch that on and off is really nice. Um, but yeah, I will say I'm a I'm a nice guy. I would say the the crew is nice people, and um, everything is going great for the film. And I love uh, to hear yeah, that. <laughs> and I guess yeah. people yeah. in horror are really nice. Oh, amazing! 
literally the sum of the past. I people. think it's because like you're creating such a vulgar image. You kind of gotta like show people that you're playing a character at the same time. Like it's all oh, fake. Yeah. I think it's fake. I think <laughs> yeah. The beautiful thing about horror is that we obviously the real world is horrifying in itself. There's a lot of stuff that we go through. Nothing as small or big for anybody. Everyone deals with stuff in their own way. Everyone deals with something as well. And I think horror is that release of being like, I can be scared, but I can also see the survivor person, right? We have the final girl. We have like the survivor person. We have people who push forward. Even if they still lose, they always fight, right? And that's something that always gives us the message. And I think you're doing an incredible job. I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of cool messages out of your movie. Like I said, psychological horror is one of my favorite subgenres of the horror uh, genre itself. So I'm looking forward to it. And I guess my next question is, what are your next steps? Uh, what does the timeline look like? If you can share, of course, um, or any sneak peeks, uh, sneak peek at what you think, what you want to do with the sequel. Um, but yeah, what, what's coming down the pipeline? Okay. Um, we're just finishing up. Like I said, I do have hopes of making the second film. Uh, with the cast, we're all graduating high school. So by the time comes the second film, we'd be in college and everything. So I don't think that the second film would be out so soon, like maybe at least five years after this first one. But this is what I really wanted to do was to create new characters. That way we don't have to wait. And um, the way I would just make it is is years after the first event, uh, it'll probably be, you know, some legacy character of some sort that was in the previous film and they're older. And um, it, it's going to take place during New Year's. I will say that. Um, and um, a lot of New Year's themes. But... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it might be some uh, New Year's themed kills, uh, you know, things like that. But I will say mostly it'd be a legacy character that's older, um, an adult, because in this film we're teens, you know, an adult character that is just trying to recover from the past events and, um, become you know it it happens again this happens again and um i don't want to be repetitive to most sequels and that plot is kind of simple and 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 i guess kind of a cliche plot almost every horror sequel is kind of like that uh halloween ends was like that halloween 2018 was like that but with that being said with that typical plot I'm going to throw in a lot of unique things out there. So it will still be a fresh take on, on that plot, that plot line, I guess. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, also, we didn't even bring it up before. Man, you're in high school and you're doing this. That's wild. You're young, man. You're doing really great things. Yeah. And yes. what it sounds like, we have a lot looking forward to your content, what you're making in all the movies that you're going to be doing. Um, this is... Yeah, no, this is amazing, man. Again, congratulations. Uh, I know it's probably been a lot of hard work and a lot of hard work ahead of you, but you're doing great things. And the last thing I want to talk about is like, 
Where can people find you um, if you're okay with sharing your socials or where they can find your work uh, and where to get updates to what's coming down the line? Well, I currently don't have a personal account, but I do. Uh, I am very active on the the horror movie account. So on Instagram, it's my official movie. TikTok, night official movie. Um, YouTube, night official movie. All one word. It should pop up. And um, yeah, we're really active on there. All of us, the whole cast. Um, we have a group chat. We discuss ideas and things like that. I edit a lot of the videos and, and stuff like that. We have some promo uh, promotion videos coming soon. And um, yeah, yeah. I just released a a video on there, a new video, some more content. So yeah. That's and I would like to uh, connect with you and in, in things too. So you could, um, you know, message me through that. Give it a word. Definitely. If everyone yeah. listening to, please follow those accounts. Uh, it's great that you were able to get those, um, those ads as well. So that's cool. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah. easy to find you guys will be also in the show notes. Obviously um, again, thank you for being here. Thank you for allowing me to interview interview you and seeing your progress and seeing what you're doing. Um, I'm always fascinated by this kind of stuff. I love filmmaking. I love scary movies. So talking to you is always a pleasure. Um, so I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on, man. Any uh, last words of wisdom yeah, of for, course. for the listeners? Um, okay. Well, right now we're looking for, a production company and things like that. We made it a long way for the people that are beginning, first starting, I will say that uh, use what you have. Don't try to break the bank or like get a job and, and buy as many expensive things as you possibly can. Do what you can first. And then if you get some new equipment, use that. But there's always a way around something. Like I said, I didn't have a, a big uh, blacked out studio. So I just used, you know, a, a sheet, basically. Uh, I didn't have an actual camera, so I used my phone. You know, uh, things like that. I don't have a computer. So, you know, time for time, time to time, I use uh, the computer at my film class. In my film class. But uh, what I'm trying to say is there's always something that can be made out of something. Uh, I've made like guts out of shredded paper and fake blood, fake heads, or just like styrofoam heads that I used latex and did some things like that. We are kind of leveling up and we're going to be trying to do some head casting and some more advanced stuff. But just starting off, I would say, do what you can. If you don't have a lot of blood and gore and, and things like that, I mean, depending on whatever it is, if it's horror, um, comedy, whatever, but if you don't have something, work around it, I would say. Um, there's a scene in the trailer um, where there's like blood on the ground and the killer is standing and it's a hand shaking. It's literally just my hand moving. The the feet on the ground is just boots. There was no one in the boots. The blood on the ground was literally barbecue sauce. 
And uh, I just darkened it in post to make it look like blood and stuff. So, yeah, just just work around what you can. Like the entire room was smelling like a cookout. Uh, obviously, I, you know, I mopped it up and stuff. But, <laughs> yeah, what, what I'm trying to say is improvise, improvise, improvise. There's always something that you can make. Um, we we have progressed. Like I've gotten an animatronic and some really good props and things like that. But from the beginning, before all of that, I just got like some styrofoam heads from Michaels, some paint, some wigs, things like that, and they look fairly good. And um, that's the reason why I all I also want to be a prop maker um, or a prop master. Um, just someone that handles props and, and creates props and do like special effects and things like that. Um, because these, these look really good for what they are. I made a fake eyeball just by getting like clay and then I printed out a high quality image of an eyeball and just cut it out and glued it on there and just put like clear, uh, I put hot glue and then it got clear and looks like a, like a clear eyeball. Like it looks like an eyeball. So you can make Everything got to out of something. Everything can be created. Is what I'm trying to say. All of all of the props that you will see in the film are mostly made out, you know, from scratch. Just paint, paper, fabric, latex, things like that. So uh, all of this is fake, but it's very convincing because I was motivated and I decided to make something. You know, if you try to buy this online. Most of these things, like a realistic fake head, is like five hundred dollars. Like a, a body double is like a thousand. It's mm. very expensive. So I would say just improvise with what you have. And everybody can say that it's easy to say that. When I was looking up videos, they said that I was like, nah, this film is gonna look horrible if I do that. But I trusted the process. I decided to do it, and we got this far. So I will say. Use what you have, one hundred percent. I love that. That's very inspiring, and I'm sure a lot of people are gonna really appreciate that. And thank you for giving actually like good examples too, because that really paints the picture in people's mind. Creativity yeah, is like everything, and you can start at yeah, I'm, I'm, too. Shit, we have cell phones. You have a camera in your right. pocket. Start. And shooting. I'm trying to. Uh... Exactly. 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 Work with what I'm you really got. trying to inspire. Uh, yeah, and um, not, not everyone is a fan of horror. I understand. This applies to any genre. This applies to uh, photography as well. This applies to making music videos, uh, comedy movies, dramas, thrillers, action, sci-fi, fantasy, whatever the case is, horror Use what you have. It may not look great right away, but once you make that and someone see that you're making something, you know, doors open. Network. Connect with people. Talk to people. Be social. So, uh, and it will work in your favor every time. It's never going to not pay off. Even if it pays off a little, it it pays off every time. That's everything. Do what you love. You won't win if you don't try. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for being on here. I really appreciate you. Um, Everyone listening, please follow the socials. Stay tuned. There's a lot of great things coming from this incredible gentleman. Thanks, man. And 
This was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Freddie, also known as Nighty Night. It was a pleasure serving you.